Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. A graphic novel, a TV show, well it's not TV, it's HBO, and will this thing succeed, and by how much, man? And some might cheer, and some might scoff, because it's Damon Lindelof, but either way we're off to watch some Watchmen. Watching Watchmen Talking Watchmen Analyzing Watchmen And maybe arguing over Watchmen Welcome to Watchmen Watch, a podcast about HBO's Watchmen. Who watches Watchmen Watch? We watch Watchmen Watch as we watch the Watchmen on HBO. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. That's a lot of watching. That'll be easy for you to say next time. Yeah, Yeah. no problem. I have it all scripted down and definitely remember all of it. No problem at all. For those of you listening at home, he doesn't have it scripted. He was just staring at us with crazy bugged out eyes (laughs) because it was a lot to say at once. Uh, Now, we do have an apology to make. Unfortunately, our fourth co-host is not here today. Yeah, Alan Moore um, is doing this podcast with us. Unfortunately, he couldn't be here today and today only. He is overseeing, um, he's officiating a wedding between two hamsters in Northern Ireland. So he uh, has to be there for that. He does a lot of those animal weddings. Yeah, he got ordained online. Did you know that? (laughs) Cool. (laughs) It's really cool. It's a great way to do it. Yes. Are you an online minister? No, no. I am. Are you? I am. Oh, really? I can marry anything. Great. Wow. Anything? You guys? So this is going to be a podcast about Watchmen, the HBO show, which is show run by Damon Lindelof. That's going to be debuting some point in October. As of this recording, we don't know the exact date. Uh, so here's how we're going to run the show. We are going to recap every episode of Watchmen as it happens on the mm. podcast. But leading up to it, we're going to do a recap. We're going to do a review both for ourselves and for you guys of the Watchmen comic book of all 12 issues. It's a crash Ooh. course in Watchmen for everybody who wants to know what's up with Watchmen before we get into the series because the series unlike the movie uh, the Zack Snyder movie was a very faithful presentation of the comic books so we're going to get into that as well but the HBO series is sort of a reinterpretation Right. We don't know a lot about it at this current time. Damon Lindelof and company have been very cagey about it. They've called it, as you said, a reinterpretation. It, maybe it's a sequel. Maybe it's a sidequel. Maybe it's only using it as inter... Um, uh, maybe it takes place in between the panels of Right, the exactly. Movie. That would be oh, classic yeah. Scott McCloud understanding comic style. Yeah, that would be zot. very exciting. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but uh, it is worth reviewing because clearly based on the footage that they released of Watchmen... It's going to have a lot of visual touchstones, character names, other things going on there. Um, It's certainly been a while since I read Watchmen, so I'm excited to get back into it. Yeah, me too. Uh, I would like to say, though, that the teaser they released looks really amazing. I'm excited. It does look fantastic. Uh, I... 
here's here's what I think we could do on this first episode here. Uh, let's talk about our experiences with Watchmen, and then also thoughts on Damon Lindelof as a showrunner because he's definitely mm-hmm. the driving force behind it. So let's start off with Watchmen. Pete, what is your experience with Watchmen? Uh, Obviously, you love the Zack Snyder movie. You no, watched that was, on a loop. It was. Uh, I did love the choice for Rorschach in the movie. Uh, I thought everything else was kind of slightly garbage. Uh, but um, I, like most people, the first time I read Watchmen, my mind was blown, and I was really impressed by the writing and the art of that, and I thought it was really phenomenal. I remember picking up uh, Watchmen number, like, seven, whatever the one with the perfume bottle on it is, mm-hmm. um, in the comic shop when I was just, like, I pulled it out of a bin. I was like, oh, what's this? And I think I bought it and read it and just didn't know what was going on. And then years later, I read the whole series um, in a trade paperback and being like, oh, wow, this feels, it just feels so much, there's so much more going on in this comic than in so many other comics I've read. Yeah, I think I read it pretty late, actually. I, I definitely yeah. remember reading it as a as a trade collection, not in individual issues or anything like that. Um, I think it was well into my second life as a comic book reader. I read second com- life. Well, I oh, read because he, he died um, briefly. Oh, very briefly, yeah. very briefly. I drowned for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're from the um, the islands in Game of Thrones, where you have to. <laughs> what, dra- iron, what is what is dead may never die. Islands. You're an Iron Islander, right? Yeah, exactly. What is dead may never die. Uh, yep, that's me. You know me and my salt wives. Uh, anyway, uh, so I I read comics as a kid. Took a break for some of high school and college, and then to play came, football. Yeah, to be a quarterback. <laughs> and then I had that injury. Yeah, no. And then I picked up comic books again. And when that happened, I started reading a lot more trade collections, getting caught up on things that I should have read anyway. And Watchmen was one of those. And I thought, wow, this is, this is great. This is a very good book. And from there, ended up reading a bunch of other Alan Moore books kind of in a row, including Miracle Man and other things. So you and yeah. On a tear. Yeah, you want an Alan Moore tear. I think what's important is. It's if you too ha- bad that he's not here. You could tell that to him. No, I know. I know. I, know. We I was really so looking many forward great to questions it. for him. <sighs> he was, he's fun. Well, he'll be able to hear next week. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, he made a real promise to us. Um, uh, Watchmen, uh, if you haven't read the comic and you're listening to this, uh, read some other comics first. This is one yes. thing that a lot of people talk about with Watchmen. They're like, oh, Watchmen was my first comic book. I don't understand it. And it's like, of course you don't. Watchmen is really a, a postmodern. It sort of breaks down the comic book sort of mythos or the, the Justice League or the Avengers type characters and really reframes it and has you look at it in a more realistic context. The Boys that's just come out on Amazon. Um, great sort show. Of, great show. Um, sort of has that as a more modern version of that uh, beyond Watchmen. Watchmen was the first to really sort of take a critical or postmodern look at at comics. And that's one like. of the things that I'm really hoping for from the TV show that in the same way that Watchmen the comic was looking at comics that came before it and the history of comics and reframing it in such a smart, careful way, I hope they do that with the TV or film media. You yeah. know, I hope they extend that in some way because that's Frankly, and uh, I'm curious to see if we'll have time to get to the Zack Snyder film before we get into the TV show. We will. But uh, I, one of the big faults for that is it straight adapted the comic book, and yeah. that just didn't work for me when I saw it. 
Yeah, no, it, it was cool to see the visuals yes. there, and it was shot well visually. Um, but yeah, it didn't have any of the, what I was just talking about, sort of the density of ideas or like the actual take on what we were seeing. It was just sort of like a puppet show of the characters from Watchmen. One thing I'm curious about is what's your guys' favorite part of Watchmen? Because there's so much different stuff. There's stuff in between chapters, different characters, different takes on things. Who, like, Black what Freighter. was your, yeah, what was your favorite? kind of part about it or of your favorite character? Tough, tough question. I mean, it's such a, it's such a quilt of these characters. It's hard to, uh, to pick out, I guess. I mean, I guess I like the, um, the owl man, silk specter, uh, romance, night owl. Night owl yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The night owl, uh, silk specter romance. Um, yeah, that's the, the way... thing that feels the most human probably. Yeah. I mean, purposefully. So yeah, I think I like that as well. They're sort of the heroes. Uh, I, can I make a guess, Pete? Yeah. Was it Rorschach? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, what about you? That's going to be a problem. Uh, I would also say Night Owl. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the one that I related to the most, certainly, because it was I also, like, hey, this is kind of a nerd. Yeah. I also really liked the, the pirate stuff. That was really cool. The Yeah. All the additional back matters. Also, the first time in a comic I'd encountered that, where I was like, oh, look at all this text. Uh, yeah. It's like really deepening the story. Yeah. You read the Black Freighter stuff, Pete? Some of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll get into that. We'll see what happens. Yeah, 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 be interesting. That's everyone's favorite part. Let's talk about Damon Lindelof. He has worked on a bunch of shows, most notably Lost and The Leftovers. As you guys know very well, Justin and Pete, Lost is my favorite TV show of all time. Yep. Uh, even the end. Even the end, Oddly. which I love. Yeah. Uh, Leftovers is great. Yeah. Uh, did not love the first season of that, but it eventually figured itself out in season two. See, I even liked the first season. Really? Yeah. Do you know what held me back about that is I read the book and I love the book and it's <sighs> so different than the book. Um, it, it tweaked it in weird ways that I wasn't crazy about where it uh, felt see, I, like I didn't read the book. Yeah. It felt like it was missing the point that was made in the book. Mm. Uh, the book is very satirical. It was very funny. The first season of leftovers was extremely serious to a fault. Yes. Uh, it was. And then it figured itself out. Like yeah. it figured out a more humanity and those last two seasons of leftovers are glorious. Uh, what do you guys think about David Lindelof shows? Pete? Uh, Super cool guy. Have you seen either of them? No. What? Now, you, You've you never watched seen Lost? Lost? Nope. I was, I was obsessed with Lost. I feel like, and this is a good thing, um, I think. Brian K. Vaughn, right? Also uh, worked, he worked on, on that. Yeah. Yes, he did. Um, I feel like <laughs> the Lost was sort of like, I think he's a great uh, maker, teller of stories, maker of television. Um, Lost felt like sort of a teenage. It's called a telemaker. Yeah, that's what it is. Telemarketer. Um, <laughs> Lost felt like a sort of a teenager the teenage show where uh, it was like, well, it's like, it's a little bit herky jerky. It's um, those scripts they would write that in the, uh, like the action lines, it would be like, and then he pulls out a motherfucking diamond and they like all the, in the motherfucking hatch finally fucking opened. And like, that's not how most people write scripts. (laughs) That's how I write scripts. I know. Are you talking about, you're talking about the actual scripts, the actual real scripts. Um, Yeah. Had like all this crazy language in the action lines and stuff. Um, So it felt like uh, a little bit all over the place, not really knowing what it was the whole time. And that's why I think the landing uh, or the ending was so perfect. Didn't stick the landing for most people and got a little wonky where it's sort of like, Oh, I'm ready. I'm an adult. And it's like, no, you're not. You're a weirdly ended teenager. (laughs) Um, while leftovers definitely felt like, oh, this is mature, it's grown up. This feels like maybe it's an even uh, more like 
experienced-wise understanding of television and how to tell these stories, and with this great uh, material of Watchmen to use as fodder. Mm. Interesting. Uh, yeah. That's my theory. Okay. Huh. All right. Ugh. So you're saying, though, that... They didn't keep all that cool stuff in the script and put it in the show. No, it was that that was literally describing what visually you're seeing when you're reading the script. So I will say huh. to your point, to uh, your motherfucking point. to your motherfucking point, Damon Lindelof put out this bonkers note on Instagram back when they announced Watchmen where he was explaining himself and he was talking about how it was so formative for him as a read. It was something that connected him to his father. Uh, He felt like it never should be adapted. They should never do that. That's not something they should make into a TV show. But then the more he started to think about it, the more he was like, I'm so scared of this. I just got to try it, even if I'm going to completely fuck it up. And Great. everything that I've heard about it, from the casting to what they've done behind the scenes with the writing and directing staff, they've been so careful and cognizant of what Watchmen means while still knowing it is 2019. We're doing this TV show in 2019. What does it mean that we are doing it now? Yeah. And that comes down to one of the things that I think is, frankly, excellent uh, and this is why I think it's interesting, and it's going to be interesting for you to watch, given that, uh, Pete, your Rorschach is your favorite character, is Damon Lindelof at the Television Critics Association Tour, uh, which is something that happens twice a year out in California, uh, gave an interview, and he talked about there is a gang of Rorschachs in here, and he was like, oh, yeah, they're, nice. the, they're the alt-right. Ah. Like um, straight up, like he what? he was he didn't bounce Rorschach around it. He wasn't... was like, they're a metaphor for the all right. It was like, no, 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 they're an all right. Well, I mean, we're gonna get into this in our next couple podcasts. But rereading the first issue, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Rorschach's dialogue in his monologuing is alt right shit. Yeah, <laughs> what? Well, it's well, like... I, what I think about it, this is my guess about it, is it's a lot of people taking his writings and yeah. using it the wrong way. Right. Oh, yeah, because um, he wasn't. He's never. We'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that, that we'll more talk about when it. we get into the issues and everything. Uh, cool. Any other things that you guys want to say about Watchmen before we wrap up this well, episode? Well, now I'm fucking pissed. I don't want to see my favorite character turned into some fucking racist asshole. Turned? <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> turned. Interesting. Uh, let's definitely talk about that in the future. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to reread Watchmen yeah. um, and re-get into that whole thing. Even excited to watch the movie. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to do all of that on individual episodes as they roll out. And then, of course, once the show starts, we're really going to get into that as well. Um, So very excited to see what that's all about. Right now, we are getting all the feeds live for this, but you can subscribe to the RSS at comicbookclublive.com. We'll have the feed right there. You're certainly probably listening to it right now if you're listening to this episode. Uh, And it should be live on iTunes, uh, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Etc. Uh, very very soon. A couple of other things before we go. You can uh, check us out patreon.com slash comic book club if you want to support this podcast more. Also we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8pm at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by and we'll watch you watch The Watchmen. Pete, what do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and more. And remember, we recorded this podcast 35 minutes ago. Alan just texted me. He's definitely going to be here next time.